going on? This is Shatoria with I Am Shatoria. And again, we are in a new season of I Am Shatoria podcast. I know we've been gone, but we are kicking back in. It is the month of November and we're going to have a great time. I am not by myself today. So I'm really excited about this topic. Um, and you guys know this is a place where we're absolutely open and honest and where we talk about everything. But we do everything, as I always say, with love and a whole lot of faith. So today I have one of my really, really good friends. You've actually seen and heard her husband um, from the Less Rap group. Um, and, you know, she's coming in doing her thing. She's individual and she is just bright as just the sunshine that it is. So I want to introduce you guys to someone we're going to talk about purpose. And what our purpose and just self-care today. That's what we're going to talk about. So I want to introduce you to Kawana Coates out of the DMV area. She's out there living her best life. She has blessed my soul because she was with me when we were in uh, for our I Am Forgiveness to Freedom retreat. So I am super dope to have her on with us. Season four won't be the last time you see her. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and what she's doing. And then we're going to get into some questions and everything. So go ahead, ma'am. Introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I am Kawana Coates, as Shakoria just introduced me. Um, I am a former engineer here in the DMV area. I recently uh, left my job to pursue my purpose. Um, I, you know, was doing pretty well in my career, uh, making really good money, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I wasn't excited to go to my job anymore. I was burned out and it was, and I just, you know, wanted to try something new. So this is what I'm doing. I'm, I kind of dedicated my life to finding my purpose, pursuing my purpose and serving others. So that's pretty much what I do. I, I find it to be real dope when you say you left because you felt like I'm not getting anything. And it's crazy because today I got my official retirement approval. And people are like, so you going to leave the company? And I'm like, man, and, and, and people laugh because I said I want to be a teacher. And they're like, why? Like, there's no money in that. But I get so much comfort in that. Like, I get comfort in teaching and speaking to people, hence the podcast. Um, That's what I love to do. So for you to just be like, hey, I'm doing this job, but this just ain't it. Like, what was that like push for you to say, yeah, I got to go. What, what what was it? Um. So, well, what led up to it was I had, you know, been getting into investing and real estate and I was looking to increase my salary and God was giving me everything I asked for. Like anytime I asked for more, like it was coming. But then I got to a point where I got this job opportunity. I knew to be a part of another company and they were paying me a lot of money, but they wanted me to have a ton more responsibility. And I could have did it, but I knew that it was going to be so taxing. And at that point, I was just like, it's not even, after a certain point, it's not even worth it anymore because it's going to take too much from me. And it was like, I was chasing, I wasn't chasing money, but I was looking for more money. But with more money was coming more, more like, responsibility trouble and responsibility and I was already you know pretty much the lead at my job so I was always on call it was just a lot and at that point I'm like I don't even really love this anymore and I'm not gonna want to give all of myself to my job just so I can have a really good salary so at that point I was just like God 
what is it that I'm supposed to do? And I knew that I wanted to do something more fulfilling. And I was thinking, I was like, if, you know, I, I was just putting so much into my work, into my job. And it wasn't, it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore. I wasn't satisfied. And I just had to say those, I think they're magic words. How can I say those oh. three, what is it? Yeah, four magic words for me, like, God, how can I serve? And I remember sitting at my kitchen table asking God that. And, you know, it, I feel like he's been leading me down that path of how I can serve. And I've just kind of been following. You, like, really messed me up. Because I won't lie, when you said those magic words, I'm about to be like, I quit. I'm done. But today, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But when you said, how can I serve? Like, I... I found it to be like the dopest. Don't be surprised when you see it on Facebook. I'm going to tag you. But that's like <laughs> the dopest comment because we don't think about that. Like we just, you're like, I don't want this job, but I like how you say it. Like that's like, that like literally touched my heart. Like how can I serve? And I think a lot of us, we don't think about that. I, I love how you put that spin on it. Like that, mm -hmm. that's about to be the new spin of God, how can I serve? Where do you want me to serve at? Not, I can't mm -hmm. do this job. I'm sick of this job. Because honestly, in the jobs a lot of us in, we're beginning to lose ourselves. And yeah. the biggest thing is, y'all know my slogan is, you know, comfortable equals unsuccess. Because when we start to get comfortable, we can't grow because we comfortable. We good where we're at. And God is like, I can't use you. You're not serving yeah. because you don't want to span. The other thing is, a lot of people don't have the faith to say, I'm just going to step out from this and go over here and do this. No, I'm not making the money that I did. No, I'm not making, um, I don't have the time that I did. But God is like, that's your calling. I won't lie, just, I knew it was time for me to go for the military. I know it is. Mm -hmm. But it's still that concept of hitting that button. And I'll never forget the day I hit the button. I was like, I'm hitting the button. And I was like, okay, cool. But today, to get that at official congratulations, your proof of retirement, it just, it did something to me. It, 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 it yeah. did something to the soul because it was like 21 years. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, this chapter is coming to an end. But with that being said, I, I can't get over the fact that you said, God, how can I serve? Like, I'm about to be sticking with that. <laughs> um, geez, you just really messed me up with that. Like, because we don't ask that. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what started the ball rolling. That actually wasn't when I left my job, but that kind of just started the ball rolling because I just realized I was just kind of to myself. Like as, we, as you know, and as I've said many times, I'm an introvert. And I had just started thinking, like, if I was to know today, who would be at my funeral? Like, whose life would oh, I have been wow. a light in? Whose life would I have touched? And it's like, you know... Um, and it's a Maya Angelou quote where she says, your legacy is every life you touch. And I'm like, God, I'm not touching enough lives. And that's when I just ask that question, how can I serve? And it's like, it's almost like, I don't know. It was like a turning point. And it's like God just started talking to me after that. Well, like, just started guiding me. Feels right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have watched you come out of your introvert box, <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> I'm super proud of you, but I love how you was like, God, I, I need to touch lives. But to say, who would be at my funeral? Mm. Like, we always talk about getting our flowers now. You know, mm -hmm. that's um, that's one of the things that, uh, 
in my head it's like god i want to be remembered for yes, loving on it. people touching mm-hmm. people i don't care about everything else i want to be remembered as that person who loved people who went out to do it so for you to say god i need to do more because i feel like i'm just not that's pretty dope because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't a lot of people like being in a space they don't like dealing with people. And the problem is they don't like dealing with people because they don't like dealing with people that are like them. Mm. They don't want to deal with the conflict of other people. And the sad part about it is people that is like me, I love people. So I have to deal with the conflict of other people. I have to deal with their mentality and all that. However, though, as my husband says, I take the the the, the hardest battles to do and deal with. Like making macarons, like my husband, like you picked the hardest thing to do. <laughs> um, but I get where you're at when you say, because I get where you're at when you say, you know, touching lives, because being in the position that I am, everybody don't want you touching lives. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's one of the hardest things to do to just walk in love with people. That's the hurt part about it, because you want to walk in love, you want to do right, but everybody got a piece, you know, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want you part of that um, type of situation. So I, I absolutely appreciate you being that open on that with you stepping out on faith and you doing some other stuff. Um, what What's like, what was, I'm guessing when you walked away from the job, I will say that you have goals, but you did obviously, because you said, God, how can I serve? You tell me, Jesus, how can I serve? A lot of us don't do that. We have those goals that we have, but your goals are like different type of goals. I appreciate that. But when you see your goals and what you're trying to do, what what, what do you see yourself? So that's a funny question. Like I've been, I've honestly been trying to figure that out all along the way because it's been changing. It's been evolving. Like in the beginning, it's just, I want to help people. I want to be, you know, leave an impact. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. And then the picture just started to get clearer and clearer. And it took me a while because, you know, what God gave me was that he wanted me, he wants me to help change people's mindsets. Like I'm supposed to um, help people like tra- get, get wipe away those limiting beliefs that are holding them back from pursuing their purpose, helping them get over the trauma or the beliefs that they have that are keeping them from getting to that purpose and so that's kind of what he revealed to me. But in the beginning, I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I don't know anything about that. I have my own limiting beliefs. I'm not a communicator. I can't just go out and get people to do do things. But, you know, he, he led me into, I learned a lot about psychology. I started studying things that I had never really gotten into in my whole life. But they, okay. it was like, I was just being led down a path to the point where, um, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just always been evolving, and now I'm at a point where I, I I'm I'm getting into marketing, and that same thing, the same things I learned about psychology are now applying to marketing. Like it's all been connected and working together, and I've honestly just been going where the Lord leads me because I, I would have never been able to get. I never thought I would be at this point where I am now as far as my goals. So ultimately, my my big goal mm-hmm. is that I want to. I honestly want to work with a lot of like impactful leaders and help them get their message out. I want to serve 
as far as helping people to discover their purpose, discover their, their purposeful work that they can help people do, and then to just catapult, catapult them and their message into the world. My goal is to help as many people as possible, not just by myself, but by empowering others or, you know, using marketing and sales to catapult others to reach their people that they're called to serve. You know, that's kind of my, my, my vision is just to build this army of light is what I call it. Ooh. An army of light to go out and shine a light in the world. Girl, is that the name of your business? It's not the name of the business. Mm, okay. Did you get a name yet? So the marketing side is right now it's impact maker marketing. I hear light in here because so here's the thing. I laugh because. You know, for those that are listening and watching, you know, you have, I, I literally laugh because I have my marketing brander. She does all of my branding and stuff like that. But I laugh when Wynn was like, hey, this is your team. And I won't lie. I was absolutely nervous because in my head, I was like, you brought all these people together, God, but when to come back and say, this is the team. And I was like, how are they really going to take that? But what I love about it, you guys embraced it because you saw what I was delivering. You saw, so you already doing what your, what your passion is. You pushing out messages through us who are trying to make an impact in the world. So I appreciate you because I'm learning how to let go and listen to the, the leaders that God has put before me to say, Tori, do this. And so it's amazing because you're doing what you're called to do. You're impacting. I laughed when you was like, how, and how we told Jay and everyone was like, no, you ain't no introvert no more. Um, <laughs> you're an extrovert with just introvert tendencies because I feel like you are out there really pushing the the narrative of, um, you know, things that you need to do. And so I appreciate that because you're stepping out your comfort zone. Cause you that behind the, behind the wall person. You like I'm behind here. Yeah, I'm cool, and I love you and feel relationship. Cause Phil is like I'm here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here. You like I'm behind here. How y'all doing? I'm just here. Mm-hmm. And now look at you. You're becoming your own person. You're coming, Kawana Coates, um, in a way to where is it? It touches hearts. Now, with you working on the brand and everything else, um. How do you see it going forward? Like you got your goals and you're listening to God and you're making movements. How do you see it going forward? Like, you know, you trying to hit states, you trying to be, you know, Nate or international. What, what is your thought process? Cause if you think about a lot of us and you said the magic word, you want to deal with people who are making impact. Why do you, yeah. why do you hit so hard on that word impact? Mm. Wow. So I guess that started with me feeling like I wasn't making enough impact, right? So I got to a point where I wanted to make an impact. And so, I don't know, I just feel like, that's a, I like that question. <laughs> it makes me think. <laughs> and I think mm. I asked that question because- There's so many people have an impact in negative ways. That's, like, that's it. You know, yeah. and it's like, I feel like we just need positive people who are leaders, who have had experiences in life, who have gained wisdom from their experiences in life that can just reach those communities that are really, really like hurting. 
and need racialist communities that are hurting and need help. You know, these are people that have been there. These are people that can lead them out. Like I had a I had a teacher once say, you know, who are you going to be Moses for? Who can you lead out of Egypt? And that, you know, I feel like we all have that in us. Every single one of us is put here with that same purpose to serve people and lead them out of their Egypt. Girl, you like messing up with my whole soul right now. Like I, I'm not even messing with you. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I hear you. Yeah. You like you got me in like on a whole. Yeah, like how? Cause you know I I've been on I've been on Moses right now. So for you to be mm -hmm. like you know how, I knew you would like that. <laughs> oh, I because I, I've been on Moses and, and, and like I told you guys before I'm I I am an Esther. Uh, Hannah and a Sarah. So to hear Moses and Lot, I've really been into that phase right now because, like you said, impact can come in one or two ways, negative or positive. It ain't no in-between yeah. on that. So what are we doing? And like you said, we have more negative stuff coming out. That it, social media, like people love negativity. Like they impacted yes. all that. But where's the positive people? Where Where's those who are willing to stand on that positive impact be like i don't care if you don't like me i'm making an impact somewhere point blank period so i love how you're like look i want to lead people because the people really don't understand moses was getting people out of slavery mm -hmm. and yeah like, out of bondage out of bondage and we're gonna be honest about it they in all nationality they was fearful of what was ahead yeah. That's a lot they had of become comfortable. They had become comfortable yes. in the bondage. Well, they didn't want to leave anyway. They were like, we cool. Exactly. And when they got to that, they got to that water, they were like, hold on now. See, this is what we talking about <laughs> right here. You don't took us all the way out here to, to bring us here. What you what you about to do? And mm -hmm. I love how he as that impactful leader had to have faith in yes. what God had. Because you know. The story with Moses really touches me because I was like, wait, he was abandoned at three months, but he really wasn't abandoned. His mama was saving his life. Mm -hmm. And when he went to go live in his palace, he's like, yes, you know, I'm a prince. And then he like, whoa, hold on. I'm really one of y'all. But let me help my own yeah. get to a place where they free. And the sad part, he took these individuals to a space. And I think about People these days, we're so trapped in our minds that just like those those that left Egypt, they was in the wilderness for 40 years instead of 40 days because it was mentally right. trapped in what they felt. Like you said, I ain't making enough impact. So I'm, I'm comfortable here. I'm comfortable in this job. I'm comfortable. I was comfortable yeah. pulling them bricks and making them pyramids. That's what I was comfortable with doing. Exactly. It was familiar. They knew that they knew where they they knew how they were when they were gonna get their meals. They knew when everything was coming. Like and not did. trusting. But when you have to leave that, you have to trust. Exactly. exactly. And so I, I appreciate you saying, because you had to step out on faith to leave a job. Like you said, it was paying some good money, but your mentality. I can't believe I did it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now, girl. You you was on that cliff and you was like, Jesus, here we go. Here we go. We're going but mm -hmm. I appreciate. So you are what faith looks like for me. People laugh at me because. On my social media, it says Shatoria Faith Christian. That is not my middle name. I should go legally change mm -hmm. it. Mm. But that's who I am. And so I think about the name that I was given. I was given Shatoria. 
but I'm a faith person. I learned, I learned about faith at the age of 20 years old. Well, yeah, 20 years old. I started learning about faith March, 2003, and it's become my staple. Faith is one of those things to where I believe in mustard seeds. I believe in mm -hmm. the faith of crossing that red sea, despite the fact, um, not saying I didn't have my day. So I, when I see you, I'm like, man, that's what I'm talking about. Somebody who, who is like, I, I got to step out on it. I got to jump. Yeah. And I, and I love it because I need people to hear you when they're listening to this and they go back to it and go, she left a whole job paying her money. However, though, you wasn't getting fulfilled. That's the mm -hmm. deepest thing you can ever say. You wasn't getting fulfilled. That's that's in anything relationships, and we ain't talking yeah. about just marriages. We're talking about friendships. If it's if it's not fulfilling and God is like that, it's not where you're supposed to be. Why are you there? And like yeah. you said, it's the comfort. If you can give any advice to people about, because you you really had to be in faith to do what you did. So if you can give any advice to people, what would it be? Mm. My biggest thing is just know that there is something in you. There's something in you in your story. There's something in your uniqueness. Like a lot of people might say, oh, well, I'm not special, you know, but there's something in like the story, the life that you've led that somebody else, you, you, really it's for other people to see themselves in you. And if you step out on faith, then they can step out on faith because you showed them how to do it. So just believe that there's something inside you that people want. Just like when Jay was talking, you know, at, at the, at the, at the event, at the retreat, that story that he brought out that day, you know, you know how many people are going through that same thing. Yeah. And I've talked to him about this. People need to hear our stories because then they can believe that there's something more possible for them. And I think if we can, more people can just get comfortable, be more vulnerable, be a, be more willing to share you know, all the things that they're fearful of, you know, all the things that they want to hide to share it with the right people. I remember you saying something earlier about, you know, sometimes you don't want to have to deal with other people's problems. And I, and I was thinking of something at the time, you know, we don't, we're not actually called to solve everybody's problems, right? Amen. You're called to the people that you're called to, mm -hmm. the people that you love to serve, the people that, that inspire you, that keep you moving forward. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. Don't You don't necessarily have to serve everybody. You serve your people. You find your people and you serve them as, as powerfully as you possibly can. I love every bit that you're saying. Um, I think that this word definitely needs to be out. I think you hit like nail on head. I'm super excited to see the business grow. Um, I, I pray and believe in my heart that business is just about to flourish your way. People is going to need you to be that face of pushing them because people, people is going to hear this and people's going to be like, dang, if she can do that, I can do that. And I love every bit of that. Um, and I thank you for leaving that with people to hear because we ain't got to be long winded for somebody to get something from us. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, and, and, and I appreciate that because I, my goal has always been as God for people not to see me to see him. Um, I'm not doing yeah. the work for myself. I'm doing the work 
because that's what God called me to do. And I had to learn during this conference that God needed my yes. And to finally give that, when I say clarity has been something. Like like you said, how things just started like going. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I see that. I see that. And I, yeah. I see power in what's coming through and what's coming. So I'm, I can't wait to see the businesses, the teams that are coming from people, the people who are growing just off of people releasing, just like Jay, just like you, um, just like D, people releasing, saying, ah, I got it. Let me tell you my story. So I, I appreciate you for that. So I, I re- really appreciate you taking your time out today to come and hang out with us today. Thank um, you for having me. So you guys, if you want to hear more from Kawana, look here. The conference that she's talking about was is the well was the second annual I Am Forgiveness to Freedom Retreat. Third annual is up and popping. Tickets are selling. We have not yet announced speakers. Trust me, they are coming. Uh, I plan to do that announcement in December, so be ready. But I advise you to get your tickets because we only have a hundred seats. That is it. That's all. So we're doing twenty VIP and. 80 general. So get your seats. Go on my website at imshatoria.com where you can see not only this podcast and my past podcast, but you can see some pictures and some things from the uh, I Am Shatoria Forgiveness to Freedom Retreat as we are, you know, definitely gearing up for year three, which I, I got to say, ma'am, year two was dope with y'all. <laughs> um, we had a great time. We would love to see you guys' faces. For those that are watching, you see my white ribbon. You guys know what it is. For those who have listened to me the last two years, it is November 1st. And we are celebrating um, Lung Cancer Awareness Month. You guys know how I feel about lung cancer awareness. If you are watching, you see the picture behind me of my mother, my grandmother, and me and my daughter. As my mother and my grandmother... um, both passed from lung cancer. So you guys know my hashtag, uh, hashtag I breathe for you. So if you do not, I know many of you've already sent in names. I got about 31 names. If you have not sent in your names and I will definitely do a, uh, a dedication to them, uh, hashtag I breathe for you. Um, you guys also know this is the month where I will be talking about Julian Fletcher. He uh, appeared on our show two years ago as our Thanksgiving special. Uh, his video will be back again. As you guys know, for those who do follow me, he passed December of 2020 um, from lung cancer at the age of 27. So yeah. I am to this day grateful uh, for his testimony, because if you guys remember, he talked about exactly what Kawana is talking about is living our purpose. This young man is 20, was 27 years old, living his purpose, making music and everything else still. So Soon enough, you're going to be hearing from his family. I cannot wait for that. Um, the Fletcher family, who I love so much. Um, I, I'm so excited about seeing them again. But remember, November is our Lung Cancer Awareness Month. And we talk about Mental Health Month here as well. Because you guys know, it's holiday time. So we do not, do not take lightly of that. So if you need a little boost me up, come to this one and go listen to some past ones that we had about self-care and self-love. Trust me, we got some more coming this week. Some things I will be doing by myself, talking about some things, talking about what 2022 has been like. But I would love to see you, like I said, in the I Am uh, I am Forgiveness of Freedom. Um, uh, that will be coming up in, San, uh, I'm about to say San Antonio. We just did San Antonio. <laughs> Oklahoma City, 2023, September 30. We'll love to see you guys. Thank you as always. Do know that you can see this podcast and other podcasts at IamShatoria.Popping.com. You can also catch us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, um, 
Pandora. You can catch us on a whole lot of those stations. Um, Amazon. Um, and also, you can always go to the uh, IamShatori.com to look at events that we got coming up. And just to get an inspirational box, a hoodie. The hoodies are coming back with the I am with your name or whatever you want to put there shirt that we do have on sale. Do know that we love you guys. As I always say, we walk in love, we walk fearlessly, and we walk in a whole lot of faith. Thank you for joining us. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm.